0: The following message is from the audio ministry of Coastal Community Church. We trust you'll find it helpful and encouraging. Now, here's Pastor Chris Rollins. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Everybody doing good? Good. Man, I'm excited. I'm jacked up. Today is uh, Life Group Sunday. I love Life Group Sunday. You know, we're called Coastal what? Community. Community Church. And uh, we're all about building community and being a part of a of a greater community, but to grow large, you gotta grow small, gotta get people uh, connected. I love, I love, I love what we do every week on Sunday morning. I love our worship, I love, uh, you know, the Word, just everything, you know, that happens on Sunday morning is great, Uh, it's great to be, you know, kind of attract a crowd and grow large, but uh, you don't grow spiritually, uh, you don't grow in your faith in a crowd. You've got to have relationships. You've got to get connected. And so that's what uh, Life Group Sunday is all about. We run our groups, our, our life groups here at Coastal, on a semester basis, kind of like school. Uh, that's, everybody's kind of used to the rhythm uh, of that uh, experience of, of semesters. And so we run our groups that way. And uh, so this is the uh, winter, spring semester of groups. Uh, last week, we gave you a catalog to go ahead and begin uh, checking out the groups, kind of perusing them, what groups you might be interested in. And uh, we told you you could go ahead and uh, register for a group online. You only have to sign up for a group uh, one time, one way. Uh, but we have three different ways uh, to give you an opportunity to do that, to sign up. But only have to sign up once, and you only have to sign up one way. Uh, you can sign up online, like I said, through at, our, at our website. Uh, go ahead and pick the groups, uh, register, boom, you'll be signed up for a group. Uh, our groups, by the way, start uh, this semester, they start, I think it's like the second week of February, so like two more weeks. And um, so one is online. Another way you could sign up is right here and now uh, on your, the back of your Connect card. And uh, you've been looking at the catalog, checking it out, and so you could uh, put the little number of the group that you're interested in on the back of the Connect card where it says, uh, the little blank there, and that's the other way you could sign up for a life group. Now today and for the next couple of weeks, uh, you can sign up at the uh, life group tables. Now today, outside, under the ginormous tent, by the way, there's six uh, big space heaters out there, so the tent is nice and toasty warm. Don't worry about that. Uh, but maybe you've been to like a job fair or a, a college fair where you go into a big room and they got booths and displays of all the different you know, job opportunities or schools or universities. Well, this is kind of like a, a, a small group fair. And so what's going to happen is uh, today's service is condensed, a little bit shorter, and then we are going to dismiss you. When we leave this service, we are going to dismiss you to the tent, You need to go to the tent. Don't stay in here. Uh, In fact, there's food over there too, by the way. So, uh, and then you're just gonna check out all the different groups. Just walk around, check out all the groups. And uh, by the way, do not go get your kids at that point because our service will be shorter, but theirs will not. They're gonna continue with their normal flow of ministry. So as a parent, if you go over there uh, to get your child, what you are doing is disrupting and interrupting the normal flow of of their service. And so, in the tent, we'll have a big uh, announcement. Say, you know, it's now time—like the normal uh, time—to go pick up your kids. So we'll let you know about that. So please, the parents, don't go go get your kids. They're fine. They're doing their normal thing. You're going to interrupt things. My wife's going to be furious at me as the children's director if you go over there and do that. So do not do that. But I promise you, you're going to have a lot of fun underneath the tent. Uh, You get to check out the groups. Uh, see the leaders, uh, get some information about all the different groups. Uh, there's food and snacks at all the different groups. And you get to vote today. Uh, uh, this is the only time we allow you to judge other people here at our church. And uh, as you go into the, uh, the tent, uh, there's a couple of tables in the center of the tent. And one is for our ballots and a ballot box. And you'll pick up a little ballot. It says Life Group Sunday ballot. And here's the things that you're going to be voting on. And you just need to write down like the name of that booth or the name of that group. And uh, best overall booth, uh, best snack. So you get to check out all the snacks. Uh, I'm serving barbecue, so I win. No, anyway, um, most informative, most creative best sales pitch. So you get to vote. Just have a little fun with that. You'll drop that in the ballot box, and then we get to give some fun prizes to our group leaders uh, next week. So uh, anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you're excited about it. I love Life Group Sunday, um, and I want to challenge you to do something today. We're in the series right now called I Will. Uh, we started off with, uh, I will reach my friends for Christ. And we talked about the power of one. We have our one sign up there. Uh, It's got 52 light bulbs. And uh, each one of those light bulbs represents one person, one person giving their life to Jesus. And already uh, here in the beginning of January, as a result of uh, our student ministry and the ministry of our church, we have 19 uh, people have given their lives to Christ. And so that's what those bulbs represent. So we talked about that, that Sunday, the power of one. Last week was, the commitment that I asked you to make was, I will uh, get healthy How many of you maybe exercised this week or ate a little healthy this week or at least thought about it? Anybody think about it because, you know, then you were eating that cake, you were feeling a little guilty at least. I don't know, maybe. Um, So uh, anyway, but today is, since it's Life Group Sunday, I want to talk about I will get connected. I will get connected. We at Coastal believe that we were created for community. Again, it's in our name, right? Coastal Community Church. We were made for relationships. Genesis 2.18 says this. It's not good for man to be alone. Uh, We were made, we were created by God to have a love relationship with him and with other people, Um, to live that out with one another, to do life with one another. Church, we believe that church is not just something you attend. It was never meant to be that. Church is a group of people that you are committed to and connected with. So this morning, really quickly, what I want to do is I want to break it down for you and explain some of the benefits of getting connected. And, uh, you know, I'll just cut to the chase. My my challenge for you today is, again, for you to say, you know what, this year I will get connected. And I'll go a step further and say the best way to do that here at Coastal is to join a life group or be involved in ministry. And so I want you to walk out of here today going, you know what, I will uh, join a life group. I will get connected. Uh, And then, of course, we're going to give you an opportunity to actually do that. Again, we'll take a little field trip, and you'll check out all the different groups and hopefully get signed up today. So let's talk about If you have an outline, you're following along uh, today's message, why get connected? Well, what is it like to be spiritually connected to the body of Christ? Number one, it's like being a brick in a building. It's like being a brick in a building. The Bible compares the church to a spiritual building. A spiritual building. Ephesians 2, uh, 20 and 22, it says, we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We who believe, we are carefully joined together becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also joined together as part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. Have you ever uh, walked through a building uh, as it was being built. I remember, uh, you know, daily walking through this building uh, a, a little over a year ago as it was being built. And you, would, you basically could see all the potential uh, pieces of building you know, parts of the building kind of scattered about, you know, on the floor. You might see some, uh, you know, if you were building a house, maybe you'd see brick or pieces of wood or pieces of metal, switches and boxes and wires and, you know, all these different kind of things. Now, the reality is, as long as they are disconnected, they're really not yet a part of the building, right? I mean, they're in the building, they're in the space, but they're not connected to the building yet. They're not a part of the building. You could take them and, you know, put them somewhere else. Now, the reality is, that, that describes many of you, you know, possibly. You know, you come to Coastal, and, or at some other church, and you attend. You know, like, like you're in the Coastal family, and, and listen, that is a, that's a wonderful first step. I mean, that's great. But you're not really a part of the Coastal family yet. It's, it's like you're in the building, but you're not a part of the building yet. Why? You're, because you're not connected. You know, and again, this, this, it's great, you know, that you come and, and you sit and you're here on Sunday mornings and you hear God's word, you sing the songs, and, and you go out and you talk to some people on your way out and, and you go home. Now, a great, again, that's a great first start. You know, you are, you're a spectator in, in many ways. You're not yet a participator. You're in the building, you know, you're in the family, but you're not a part of it yet. You're not connected. In fact, that passage in Ephesians says that God is building this spiritual temple, a living building, and it's going to last forever. And to be a part of it, you actually have to get connected to it. Now, why? Why did God choose a building you know, as a part, as, as an illustration of what it means to be spiritually connected. Why, why did he choose a building to demonstrate what the, the living, breathing church of Christ uh, is like? Well, on your notes, because in a building, all the connected parts, they support each other. They support each other. You know, think about it. You know, look around at this building, the beams, the walls, you know, they, they hold each other up. They support uh, one another. Uh That is one of your deepest needs in life. You know, you need support. You need emotional support. You need spiritual support. You need physical support sometimes. You know, where are you going? What what are you a part of that you're going to get that? You know, who's going to hold you up through the tough times? You need that support, like being a brick in a building. You were not intended to go through life disconnected, unsupported. You were meant to be a part. Number two, it's like being a part of a body. Being connected, getting connected to the body of Christ, it's like being a part of a physical body. In fact, many times in Scripture, the Bible calls the church the body of Christ. In Romans 12, it says this, just as our bodies, okay, just as our body, your body, has many parts And each part has a special function, so it is with the body of Christ. We, we together are all parts of his body, and each of us, we have a different work to do. And since we are all one body in Christ, we belong to each other. And each of us needs all the others. Turn to your neighbor right now and say, you belong to me. Go ahead and do that right now. You belong to me. And again, if you're single here today and you came with a friend, you're welcome. I set you up perfectly there. Very good. Okay, so but those two verses that talk about the body are jam-packed with a lot of truth. Let's break it down here for a second. Let me point out five things from that verse right there. First of all, notice that in the church, all of us are different, okay? We're all different, we're all unique. God doesn't want you to be like anybody else. You know, you can have unity without uniformity. He wants you to be you. He created you to be you, to be unique. Number two, because we're all different, we all have different roles to play, We all have different work to do, different gifts, different abilities. And in a body, you know, in your body, in your physical body, not every part obviously does the same thing. Can you imagine if all the parts of your body did exactly the same thing? That that would be ridiculous. Well, it's ridiculous too in the church, in the body of Christ. We're all created. We have different roles to play. Also, listen to this. The third thing I want you to see out of that passage is we're all needed, we're all necessary to make our body complete. You know, a physical body, the, the hand can't say to the foot, I don't need you. You know, you're not necessary. The ear can't say to the nose, you, I, don't, I don't need you. We, together, we are all needed. Now, in your physical body, obviously, there's some parts of your body, listen, that are very, very small. But size doesn't determine significance, right, in, in the physical body, um, They're all significant, they're all needed. And in the body of Christ, maybe you're here today and you think, well, I'm not really that important. You know, what I do is is very small, it's not necessary, it's not significant. No, listen, in the body of Christ, you know, it, it all counts, it all matters. Size and significance have nothing in common. If you are in the church, if you're here at Coastal, you are needed in the body of Christ. You are not here by accident. God brought you here because you have a role to play. And number four, we all said this a second ago, or the fourth thing about this passage I want you to notice is that, again, we all belong to each other. We're all, you know, again, being a part of the body of Christ is something that you're committed to and you're connected with. It is not just a matter of believing. It's not. It's a matter of belonging. You say, well, I believe in in Christ, well, that's great. I mean, that's, that, you're halfway there. That's the, that's the most important first step. But you also need to belong to his body. You know, what good uh, is a body part that's detached from the body? You know, it, it dies. We belong to each other. You make a commitment to Christ, and then you make a commitment to other believers, and you say, that's the body that I'm going to be a part of. The other thing I want you to notice here is that we, are all, we all need to be connected to each other, you know, in this passage. You notice that, you know, when something is disconnected, it's not very effective. Obviously, what good is an eyeball, you know, apart from the body, detached from the body? What good is your hand, atta- detached from the body? Absolutely no good. Now, the parallel is obvious. God wants you to be connected to the body because apart from the body, you're not, a, you're not as effective. You're not as effective. Now, why? Why did God choose the physical body as an illustration of what the church is to be like? Well, because in a body, all the parts grow together. All the parts grow together. Again, if your arm or your leg gets detached from your body, can it grow? No, it can't. Now, I don't know how to say this any clearer than this. You personally, individually, cannot be and grow into all that God wants you to be without being connected, attached to the body, the local church. You know, and, and that goes against the, you know, the stream of what we see today in our culture of just you know, kind of church hoppers and shoppers and I'm just a part of the big body of Christ. Listen, we grow in community with other people by sharing and doing life together. You cannot be all that God called you to be, being detached from the local church of Christ, you know, the local body of Christ. Number three, the third thing I want you to see um, about being connected today is that being spiritually connected is kind of like being uh, a sheep in a flock. That's another thing that that Jesus talks about, that the Bible talks about as far as uh, the body of Christ, that we're his sheep, the sheep of his pasture, we're part of his flock. Psalm 100, verse 3 says, We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Now, that might not sound too appealing, depending on what you think about uh, sheep, you know, a sheep in a flock, it, kind of, it sounds kind of smelly to me, actually. Um, but if you remember in Psalm 23, it says, The Lord is my what? He's my shepherd. And in him, I have everything that I need. Listen, when you get into God's flock, the great shepherd, Jesus, takes care of all of your needs. And then in John 10, it says this. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me just as my father uh, knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Man, think about that. That's, that's how much you matter to God. That's how much you matter to him. That Jesus laid down his life for you. You know, I don't know what you came in here with today, the baggage that you brought and the, where your heart is right now, but maybe you feel like you don't matter very much. Listen, I want to tell you, you, matter to God. The good shepherd Jesus, he laid down his life for you, for you personally. Now why? why? Why did God choose that image of what it means to be connected? Well, because in a flock, the sheep are protected and cared for. They are protected and cared for. That's, that's one of the functions of the church. That's one of the functions of, of Coastal. Listen, you need that in your life. You know, when when you're getting beat up in the world, and when your marriage and and family are being strained to the limit, and you're facing a personal crisis, or you're going through a storm, man, you need people who will step into your life instead of run out of it. You need people who who will go to bat for you. You need people who will support and encourage you. When everybody else walks out of your life, they walk into it. They will protect you. They will care for you. They will encourage you. They will speak truth to you in in, in love. Nobody in this room, none of us, we we were never meant to face the storms of life alone. And, uh, you know, we just went through a a series called Unshakable last fall. And the reality is, right? The storms are going to come. I mean, everybody in this room, we're all going to face, you know, some sort of difficulty, some sort of tragedy. and, And only a fool would go through all of life totally unprepared for what you know inevitably is going to happen. And so you need that support network in your life now. Because you don't know when that crisis is going to come. You know, when that hurricane is going to hit. You, you need that support now. You need those, uh, those three or four or five in your life. Now the reality is, listen, you don't need 100 but you need five or six. You need some people in your life who are gonna be there when you need them. And the time to prepare for that is now. And God says that the safety net that he planned from the beginning of time in your life is a group of believers who are committed to you, who are growing with you. How many of you, where you live, uh, either a part of or have some sort of a neighborhood watch? Anybody got that? where you live, okay. Um, that is a sign of, uh, of community. You know, if you have that, where you live. You know, maybe you don't have one officially, but uh, maybe you just know that, you know, you call your neighbors and you kind of look out for each other. You know, we take care of each other here, you know, where we live. And uh, maybe if you go out of town and uh, you're going to be out of town for a few days, you know, you call up your neighbor, you'd walk next door and, and you say, hey, I'm going to be gone for a little bit. So would you mind what? keeping an eye out, uh, keeping an eye open and uh, look out for my stuff, right? You know, watch my house, watch the car, you know, just make sure, just kind of, if you see anything, you know, kind of doesn't look right, you know, call the police, call us, because we all want, you know, somebody to look out for our stuff, to look out for our house, our things or whatever. Well, let me ask you a question. How many of you have anybody looking out for your soul? You know, your your spiritual life. Because don't we, I mean, come on. I mean, don't we realize that your soul is way more important than your stuff? And so is there anybody in your life who's helping you out on your spiritual journey? You know, who looks out for you? Who's there to make sure that you're growing, to make sure you you don't get discouraged, to make sure you don't feel like giving up? That's why you need to get connected. Connected. You know, again, you know, I love what we do here on Sunday morning. This is awesome. But you can't grow in your faith in a crowd. You know, you really do need, like, I, sometimes I'll hold up my hand and say, we all need this in life, this. You know, four or five people in, in your life. And I call them, you know, two o'clock in the morning friends. You know, so, you know, when you're in jail, you know, and that's going to be a lot of you. No, anyway, you know, some of you, you know, who are you going to call? You know, Pastor Chris. Well, that's great. I can't take care of everybody, you know. But, uh. You know, we, we need that. And listen, I'm not guaranteeing you that when you join a life group that you're going to find, you know, relational euphoria, okay? And that everybody in there is going to be, you know, great. It's going to be the best experience you've ever had. And they're all going to be your best friends for life. And, you know, the reality is, if you, you know, there's a lot of whack jobs around. You know, you're, you know in fact, if you join a group and, uh, you know, you look at your group and, and you say, wow, there's no whack jobs here. Everybody's normal. Guess what? It's you, okay? You're the whack job in that group. Um, but no, listen, but here's what we do think is going to happen. You're going to be with a group of people, and not for life, by the way. I know we call them life groups, but it's just for a semester. You know, this, this semester runs from like February uh, till right around Mother's Day, right around like the second week, middle of May. And what we hope over time, from semester to semester, that within that group of people, you're going to find one, two, maybe one this semester, may one the following semester. You're going to find a group of people. You're going to find this over time, intentionally being around other people who also want to grow, want to grow in their faith, learn, and you know, do life together. You need that. You need that now. Number four, finally. Uh, being spiritually connected, it's like being a member uh, of a family. The Bible calls the church the family of God. We, together, we are a spiritual family. Uh, 1 Timothy 3.15 says... If I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God. So, how are we to conduct ourselves as members of God's family? Look at Romans twelve ten. the next verse. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Why? Well, because we're a family. You know, that little phrase there, one another, is used uh, 58 times in the New Testament. Years ago, we did a little series on some of the one another's. Uh, The Bible says things like that we are to love one another, care for one another, encourage one another, support one another, give to one another, help one another, and on and on and on. Because that's what a family does. That's what it means to be connected to a family. And again, it's it's difficult to do that in a crowd. But if you break this down to small groups of people, that's where all those one another's take place. Now why? Why did God choose the family as an illustration of what it means to be spiritually connected in the church? Well, simply because in a family, again, the members love each other. Love each other. If you've ever been through uh, our membership class here at Coastal, we just had one uh, this past uh, Monday night. We'll have one again in a couple of months on a Saturday. So if you missed that one, you can pick up uh, the next one. But those of you who've been through our membership class, you know that one of the expectations of membership here at Coastal is that we are to love one another. Now, what is love? How do we define that? Well, love is a choice. You know, it's a commitment. It's a decision that we're all making to treat other people as you want to be treated. Now, listen to this. This is the key. Regardless of how you feel and regardless of how they respond, let's love. Now, let me go a step further. That doesn't mean that you've got to be best buddies with everybody. But we're called to love one another. That also doesn't mean that from time to time, we're never going to drive one another crazy and that you're not going to get on somebody's love loving last nerve, okay? Let's take a little survey here. How many of you, you know, this, the past holidays uh, got together with some of your family, kind of an extended gathering? How many of you did that? You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, okay, a lot of you. Now, think about this for a second. In your little uh, extended gathering of family, how many of you right here, right now, if you acted on your feelings when that little extended gathering of family got together, how many of you would be in jail right now because you murdered somebody in your family, the extended family? Now, let's even bring it down. Let's bring it home, even a little more personal. How many of you in your immediate family, you're married, you got children, they might even be sitting here with you. If you acted on your feelings Even this past week, you would be in jail because you drive each other crazy from time to time, right? Come on, I mean, we all, come on, we've got to admit that, right? Now, you know what the miracle, the miracle of the church is? How in the world, then, can you put 5, 10, 20, 100, 500 of all those crazy whack jobs in your family together under one you know banner called the body of Christ and we not kill each other okay man that's the miracle of the of the church but it's because of this it's because of love it's because we've made a commitment to treat one another the way we would want to be treated regardless of how we feel or how they respond that's love that's a family and you can't live that out in here, as great as this is. Man, as great as our band is, as great as, you know, it feels good to get together and, and be together under one big banner and on a Sunday morning. Man, this is awesome. There's nothing wrong with it. But you can't live out, you know, the fruit of the Spirit in a crowd. It happens in community, in a relationship. So I want to close with just one question this morning. If you look back at your notes here, if that is what it means to be spiritually connected, then why would you stay disconnected one more day? I mean, you think about that. Why? I mean, listen, there's no perfect church because there's no perfect people. We are just the imperfect reflection of the perfect Christ. That's what we are. You know, why would you I mean I mean God has designed the body of Christ, the church, to meet all of your needs through this spiritual connection. Love, protection, care, growth, support. And I am totally convinced that one of the best places to begin that journey, to begin that experience, and get connected is through a small group of believers. And here at Coastal, we call that a life group. Listen, I want to challenge you today. You know, we've been in the series called, not I can, not I should, not I might, but I will. You know, I will reach my friends for Christ. I will pray for that one. I will change my habits. I will get healthy this year. And today, I will get connected I will join a life group. I will get connected to the body of Christ here at Coastal. You know, if not here, listen, we're so dead serious about this thing, this this idea that if this is not the place for you, you know, I really believe that Charleston is a a beautiful city uh, filled with a lot of great churches. We just happen to be one of them. And if this is not a fit for you, a place where you can get connected and you can grow, then we will do our very best to help you find another place. Because it's that important. Make that, make that step today. I will get connected. Listen. Listen. Jesus gave his life for his sheep. Let me ask you this question. Are you a part of the flock? You know, it's a choice. Jesus laid down his life for you, but that's a sacrifice. That's a... That's a sacrifice he made, but it's a decision you have to make to receive that, to believe it. You know, like I said, the the church is not just a matter of believing, it's a matter of belonging. But it starts with you believing. Have you believed? Have you accepted that? Have you received that into your own life? Because again, you can come and, you know, be in the room, but not really be a part of Christ yet either. You know, it's not about religion, that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about Do you have a personal relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ? And you can make that decision today. You can be a part of his body and receive more than you ever dreamed or hoped for, everything you ever need and more. To just not only get you through this life, but on into the next. Because there will be a next, and you will stand before God. And you will give an account, what did you do with Jesus, and what did you do with everything else he gave you? But how would you answer that first question? What have you done with Christ? Have you received him personally into your life? Man, today you can do that right here and right now. It's as simple and as wonderful and as beautiful as a prayer. Just express your heart to him through a prayer. and I'd love to step you through that right here and right now. Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you today for your word. I thank you today for these people. I thank you for the church. God, I thank you that we get to be a part of your family. That's not just something that we say we believe, but, it's, but we get to belong, we get to be a part of, not just in a building, but a part of a family, to be really and truly connected to the body. And uh, Father, I just want to pray today that, that there are people here today that are ready to make that, that commitment, take that next step toward their own spiritual growth. I will. Not I can, not I should, or I might, or I'm thinking about it, but you know what? I will, I will get connected. I will take a next step. And Father, maybe there's somebody here today that's ready to come home, that's ready to believe for the very first time, that's ready to belong, to be a part of your family, your body, and you made that available to us through the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. And so listen, if you're here today and you're ready to take that next step, that most important first step, pour out your heart to God right here and right now and say, dear Heavenly Father, today I believe I want to come home. I have have blown it. I've walked away from you. I've pushed you out of my life. I've been on a journey that's been really just apart from you. God, forgive me. I take that first step of faith. And listen, if you take that one initial step of faith, we are told in Scripture that God will make up the difference and he will run to you with open arms, welcoming you forever into his family, his family. Tell him today, I believe, God, I believe that Jesus is your son. I believe he went to the cross for me. He died on that cross for me and my sin. But death could not keep him down. He rose from the dead and he is alive. God, today I believe it. I put all of my trust and my faith in him and in him alone. In fact, for the rest of my days, God, I want to follow Jesus. I claim him today not just as my Savior but as my Lord. And i want to follow him and become more and more like you now see me today forgiven brand new clean a part of your forever family and father today i also pray that many many people in fact everybody represented in this room every family would take a next step and get connected to your body to this family maybe today's the day they they sign up for a life group and they they meet some people who are just growing like they are and desiring to become more and more like like Jesus. Father, we love you. We pray all these things today in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Pastor Chris Rollins of Coastal Community Church. For more information about Coastal or to explore what your next step of faith might look like, check us out online at coastalcommunitychurch.org. From Pastor Chris and the family at Coastal Community Church, thanks for listening.